Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Why do people's attempts to create manifests so often fail? Creation manifestation is one of the most popular topics, from regular 3D self-help and personal development modalities, all the way to the most out there spiritual stuff. But despite all the attention given to it, so often people feel like their attempts to manifest are unsuccessful. Most people have heard about the secret and the old school way to create manifest, but why does that method often not work? Today, we're going to explore what trips people up with creation manifestation, and we'll discuss a whole new level of creation manifestation that is just starting to come in as we access the higher frequencies of the new consciousness. This new version of creation manifestation is so different from the old school techniques that I'm referring to it as creation manifestation 2.0. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's dive right in. So with this topic called 2.0 yeah. creation manifestation what is the first creation manifestation yeah what's we creation manifestation 1.0 yeah. yeah so creation manifestation 1.0 okay so um i love creation manifestation once i love this topic i think it's really fun so i might um you know go on different tangents however <laughs> creation manifestation 1.0 is sort of what we were taught in the 90s like this idea of the secret that came in that we can co-create our reality that was really the secret was really huge in propagating that idea that we actually could change our realities in some way that we were co-creating mm -hmm. um that was the big light bulb moment um now the bigger question was well if you do the things that they tell you to do, which is, um, you know, you imagine yourself having a, done it, you feel the emotions of it, etc. Mm -hmm. For some people that worked, but for many, many, many people, even if they did that, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. Like, why did it fail? Mm -hmm. So creation manifestation 1.0 is the creation manifestation that is outlined, like kind of by the secret mm -hmm. and other experts on creation manifestation. It's of this particular consciousness level. And we'll talk about 2.0 in a minute. The challenge with creating manifesting in this like 1.0 way mm -hmm. is that you have distortion patterns and they will influence everything, including what you create. So for example, if you have issues with money and you're trying to create money, right? Because you want to have abundance and you, and you don't have it. So here you are creating manifesting all this money, yet you have distortion patterns of scarcity running through you from your lineage, you don't feel worthy of having the money, which is another distortion pattern. You have the foundational distortion pattern of spirit debt, whatever. You have all this stuff, mm -hmm. right, in terms of distortion patterns. That is going to hijack whatever it is you create manifest. It doesn't matter. It's going to influence it negatively because remember that frequency governs form. Frequencies are the things that exist at a higher level resonate at a higher level resonating order. They create form. So if you mm. don't shift at the frequency level and you have distortion patterns running, it doesn't matter what you try to put into form. They will be governed by the higher level order of the frequencies or the distortions in this particular case. Okay? That's interesting. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter how much you do um, in terms of creation manifestation or how strong you are in it it will always, always be challenged by the distortion patterns you run unless you release some distortion patterns. And I know mm. you have stories around this yourself. Mm. Yeah, the, the, actually the first one that popped in my head was how my whole life I've been really good at manifesting jobs. Mm. Yeah, so I started working when I was 12 because okay. I love, yeah, because I just wanted to work. Okay. <laughs> and it was a candy store. So Ooh, I, even better. I loved this candy store and, and I wanted to work there so bad. It was an old lady running it. She didn't really need any help, but, you know, she thought it was cute, I think. And it was funny because I would end up just giving her my paycheck because I would buy candy with, it. <laughs> <laughs> with my entire paycheck. But anyway, so that kind of started, like, I, I would, like, ooh, I want to work there. Boom. I want to work there. Boom. And, like, even when places, like, weren't hiring, it was, like, you know, weird situations, but I would get in because I, I just 
was doing it without even knowing I yeah. was doing it. Yeah, like, meaning creating manifesting. Yeah, yeah, I would just, I knew I wanted it. I already felt it. It already was, it was like, already done. no, it's already done. Yeah. And so when I moved to Hawaii three mm -hmm. years ago, I was, um, I had a different job, but I went to pick up a client. Um, I worked at a rehab, so I went to pick up a client for the rehab mm -hmm. at the Four Seasons. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I want to work here. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, I was like, this feels good. And I was like, oh, it's done. Yeah, it's done. So I called them, are you hiring? Actually, our, you know, we are hiring. And I had to like, you know, give her a treatment, the spa director or whatever. Mm. And I find out later that it's actually, it was actually really hard to get a job there. Like huh. um, a mutual acupuncturist we know mm -hmm. who also worked there, she said she had to be at the front desk for like a year before they'd even like consider, you know, so it was like, wow, that's really interesting. So what happened? So after you gave the spa director your treatment yeah, and they she, just hired you? Yeah. They're like, it was so easy and flowing. So you just called? I said, I want to work here. They're like, okay, come in, give us a treatment. We'll talk. And then it was like done. Wow. Yeah. So and the other woman had to work for a year. Yeah. <laughs> at the front desk. <laughs> I know. So um, I'm, that's like a small example of just like, you know, I think, I th I'm sure you'll get into this, but mm -hmm. part of at least the 1.0 way mm -hmm. was like, okay, feeling you've already done it and yeah. then letting it go. Yeah. So that letting go part I know is a big, big piece. Yeah, huge. Um, and I think I didn't have distortion patterns for jobs, jobs. because yeah. clearly I've been doing yeah. it for a while. So that was like a quick one for you as well. Yeah. 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 And then when did you find that you um, found the challenge with your distortion patterns? Oh, like in what topic of creation? Yeah. Manifesting? So like you could create manifest jobs really easily because yeah. you didn't have that much distortion around Partners, it. Partners. So it's easier for you. So free. Dating, easy. Yeah. Oh, where was the challenge? Where was the challenge? Money. <laughs> okay. So yeah. that's and, very challenging. Yeah. And, and not that money, I think holding on to money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as we've talked about, that can also be a lineage thing. Yeah, totally. Running through family and all these other things. So, mm -hmm. you know, I might be doing all the right things, mm -hmm. but then somehow it just doesn't work. Just, it disappears. Yeah. So yeah. we all have... Good point. Like, we all have different areas where it's harder. Where it's harder. Yeah. yeah. And where we're the most challenged, it tends to be the place where we want to create manifest most. Yep. Like a home. That's another one for yeah. me. I just want a home. And we were always moving as a kid. Wow. We've never really I've never really had a home. Huh. To this day. And okay. that's like the one thing I want more than anything. <laughs> you know? So yeah. yeah. And I have clients who it's the same for them with um a romantic partner. Mm-hmm. That's all they want what more than anything. They, That's the one thing that just fails miserably. Yeah. And for me, I was like, man, whatever. And now I have the best partner. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you weren't charging it. So no. you didn't have distortions. So Tia brings up a good point mm. because we don't all have the same distortion patterns in common. What we have mm. distortion patterns around is specific to us. You know, our lineages, like whatever challenges we have in our lives, whatever it is, mm. our religious con conditioning, our cultural conditioning, all that stuff is different yeah. for all of us. Yeah. So what you have like total ease with in terms of creating manifesting, mm -hmm. maybe something I'm really challenged with and vice versa. Yeah. So um, the thing is that you, until you release the distortion patterns, it's really, really difficult to create manifest. And, and you said two things that were really important. So in creating manifesting, the surrender piece is really, really important. Even because, in the 2.0? Yeah. Um, no, and we're still talking 1.0. Okay. So 1.0, a lot of people miss this piece. And if you aren't surrendered to um, the unfolding of what is and also neutral, meaning not attached to what it is you create, it can be very difficult to bring things into form, especially because we really want them, right? Yeah, Those we're attached to this way of it coming. Yes. So it's like, okay, I want inner peace. Yeah. That's that's general enough to however it comes yes. and whenever, yeah. that's fine. That would be yeah. a good surrender yes, exactly. example. Yeah. So I don't need to know what it looks like. Right. Or even if um, I have an experience of abundance, it doesn't necessarily have to, like if you ask for, if you're trying to create abundance, for example, a lot of people have like a list of what it needs to look like. It needs to be like this car, this house, this whatever. Mm -hmm. However, if you can surrender your attachment to those things and create, oddly, those things can come in without you, if you let go of them enough. Does that make sense? If you bind onto your attachment of what it looks like, it can be very challenging to create it in form. You have to yeah. be in a state of surrender and neutrality in order for things to create manifest. At least that's my experience of it. Yeah. So um, those two states are important. The distortion patterns will create states where you're very attached, which is, makes it challenging. Yes. And then you, like I said, have all these distortion patterns that prevent you from creating manifesting. So. Yeah. Until you address those distortion patterns, creating manifesting can be a challenge. So it's not like people think, like, am I doing something wrong? I'm like, you're not doing anything wrong. It's what you're running, the distortion patterns that are running through you that are clouding what it is you create. Yeah. And you can create in the way that they describe. You know, there's a lot of people who are different experts at creating manifesting. And you can do it that way. It just 
often will take a lot of effort, a lot of will, and it's sometimes not clear or long-lasting, meaning the changes may not be for very long. Mm. Make sense? Mm. Yeah. Like you, they, you revert back to whatever the thing is. Why? Because the distortion patterns are still running. The mm. distortion patterns are still running in the field at the frequency level. Remember, frequency governs form. So if you don't sort or release those distortion patterns, they're always going to create that same thing. Right? Mm. So that's why it'll be for like a period of time that you have this thing that you've created. But then, geez, here's the distortion patterns and now your reality is going to like just you know what I mean? Right. Conform to the distortion patterns because it's it's of a higher level order. Mm. It creates form. So that's why you have to release the distortion patterns in order to create clearly and also for it to not take as much will and for it to stay for longer, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. So that's creation manifestation 1.0 okay. to answer your question. Okay. All right. So in order to get to creation manifestation 2.0, which is really super exciting, you still need to be able, so to access it, you have to clear enough distortion. Okay, so it's not like distortions or releasing distortions becomes less important. In order to get to 2.0, you have to release enough to get here. To even, yeah, yeah. touch it. Yeah. To even touch it. So what's cool about creation manifestation 2.0 is, this is awesome, this is starting to happen for a number of us. And as you rise in your frequency resonance, it can happen more and more for you. It literally before the thought crystallizes in your mind of what it is that you want, it appears, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Now, you can have an intention for something, like you can be like, oh, I'd really love to have this, and then you kind of like drop it, mm -hmm. and it can come in really fast. Or sometimes you don't even necessarily know that you want the thing, wow. and it will literally show up. It's like 10 steps ahead of you. It's ahead of you. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and it's amazing. So for example, there's a member of the uh, spherical luminosity community who uh, loves to write, and she did it sort of like as a kind of hobby. Hmm. And uh, we actually did a couple of uh, individual sessions on her writing and being in flow and et cetera, et cetera, and um, her beliefs around it, et cetera. And that was at the beginning of our journey together. And um, she was very um, focused on releasing a bunch of distortion patterns. So like naturally, our you know the tangent that we take in terms of the work is not linear. It just kind of takes off in whatever direction it does. She's doing a lot of the group stuff as well. And anyway, she's gotten to the point in her creation, uh, in her own frequency resonance, where creation manifestation 2.0 is happening. So she was, uh, she went to an event and she was offered her dream job to write for this um, teacher that she's been following for a while. She didn't ask for it. Mm. They didn't interview her. They're probably on their end, there was a need. Mm. But she, do you see what I'm saying? She mm -hmm. didn't apply. There's no formal interview process. There was nothing. No, like, There's I'm nothing manifesting this up with this, this person. person. No, it's just like, hey, we have this need. You've mentioned, because I think she mentioned that she liked writing or something casually in a conversation, but sure. not really expecting. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, here comes this opportunity, right? She didn't, it, that's what I'm saying. She did not ask for it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It wasn't like in her, like you said, like I need to manifest this thing with this person or this salary. No, just came in. Wow. And so that's mm -hmm. what's happening now where mm -hmm. um, when we get to, and this is what I mean by the new consciousness frequencies. When we start to integrate them, the time lapse between what you like create, even even crystallizes in your mind, okay, and what comes into form is much less because the resonance of time is higher. Remember, we did this whole thing about the new frequency time. resonance of time, yes. right? And that as time, so if you don't know what this is, go back look at that episode, okay? What's called uh, what is the new frequency resonance of time? Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Time is changing in that it's much higher in resonance, so you can get a lot more done in the same period of time. You can also create more, like it takes less time for things to and come effort. into form. Yes, oh, yeah. it takes less time, less effort for things to come mm. into form because it's higher in resonance, it's like lighter. Mm. So that's also, because we're starting to access those, it's starting to, do you see it's like, everything's like, I'm talking about these things linearly as if they're separate and not related. Everything is all related, yeah. you know. But so as this 2.0 creation manifestation happens, because our resonance is jumping individually and we're starting to access the new consciousness frequencies, creation manifestation is changing because it's less time lag. Mm. Like I said, you don't have to literally, you don't have to think of things, they literally just happen. So mm -hmm. um, for example, um, uh, I have another uh, friend and also a member of the spherical luminosity community. Uh, she had already signed um, a lease on a house, okay? And um, they're excited about moving there. And she had like a little niggling, 
like discomfort about the location. They're relatively new to the area, mm -hmm. so they're like, she's like, okay, the house meets our needs, but it, I'm, I'm a little unsure about this location. But it wasn't enough for her to be like, no, right? Okay, it's kind, of, it kind of in the back of her head. And she started thinking to herself, well, maybe this is not right. It turns out the landlord ends up going into surgery. Okay, unrelated, right? So mm. like, she doesn't know that, she gets a call. Mm. The landlord has gone into surgery and somewhere in his like little interaction with his own mortality, decides that he doesn't want to rent this house anymore. He prefers to sell it because he doesn't want the- To deal with that while he's- To deal with the tenants, yeah. right? He just, he wants to be done. He wants his life to be filled with more ease. He's too stressed. Okay. And she's like, oh, okay. And he says, well, I can sell you the house. And she's like, well, we're not in a position to buy it. <laughs> That's why we're renting. Mm. And he says, okay. Well, if you, you, okay, well, maybe I'll, I'll let you rent it, but for a year and we have to still be able to show it. And at the end of the year, then maybe we'll sell it to you. And she's like, this is just getting really sticky. Mm -hmm. She's like, you know, I'm not really comfortable with this arrangement. I'd really prefer to terminate the lease. And they're supposed to be moving in like two weeks. Oh, <laughs> so it's a little like, okay. Mm -hmm. um, all right. And so she says to her husband, um, I'd really wish that we could live in this other neighborhood closer to the kids' school. Okay, and her husband kind of laughs and says, well, that's lovely that we want to move there, but there's never any availability there. It's a very exclusive neighborhood, like, and I don't know that we can even afford it. Okay, literally, like within 24 hours, she gets a phone call from their little real estate person, right, who says, you'll never believe this, but there's a house available in the neighborhood, like just adjacent to the one that you want, that's within your price range. They, and so they got the call at night. They immediately went to the next morning. He's like, if you don't get here tomorrow morning, it's going to be gone. Yeah. Right? That's how desirable this neighborhood is. So they get there. They see it. They love it. They literally that day signed the paperwork, and now they're moving into it. Right? Now, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. She never thought before the whole thing started, I really need to create, manifest this house and this neighborhood. Like, it wasn't like that. No. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It was a thought. It was a thought like, oh, I love that. I love that neighborhood. I love that area. Yeah, exactly. Moving or, on. Yeah, the... exactly. And I'm slightly uncomfortable with this neighborhood, but it's yeah. kind of like not more than that. Wow. So that in itself is enough. Mm -hmm. So this 2.0 that you're speaking of, does that mean we ex-nay the 1.0 or we still do some of that? Sometimes? Yeah. So it's not that you can't do it. You okay. can still create manifest in the 1.0 way. And um, that will come into form faster. And what I will say is as you clear more of your distortions, to be able to create manifest in the 2.0 stuff, you'll reach a higher level of neutrality or less attachment to what it is that you want to create anyway. You know, mm. to be able to access 2.0, you have mm. to release enough of your distortions that you enter more of a neutral, neutral state where you're not as attached, right, to what mm. it is that you think that it is that you want. Yes. You're, you're at higher resonating order. You're not as attached. Yeah. Also, you're in more surrender because you've released enough of your distortion patterns that you can That's be in sort of Yeah, it's a natural consequence. Okay. Yes, exactly. That level, to be in 2.0, you have to be resonating at a certain level. Yes. Yeah. But to get there, you have to release all this other stuff right. which allows you to get there okay so and but it's like magic honestly because you're just like what is going on <laughs> you know like That's how is yeah. how is this happening yeah and i'm what i'm thinking is that people can kind of start to speckle in and out between the two yes. right just like the resonance of time yes because i um even just for me a couple weeks ago i literally just had a thought that i want to be in washington mm -hmm for the autumn. Yeah. yeah. It's like my favorite thing and see family and whatever. And that was it. It was a thought. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it happened. Yeah. Like all the pieces moved for it to, 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 to work happen. out. And, and, and it kind of happened magically. It's not like you just bought a plane ticket. No, it was very magical actually. Yeah. And first yeah. class and everything. It was good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think the main key word here is ease mm -hmm. and flow. Okay. So um, I, I had just put it out as a thought, even forgot that I thought that, yeah. you know, yeah. carried on with my day. My mom brought it up, like, why don't you come? Because my aunt was supposed to come, and then she had to cancel. The Airbnb was already bought. The car was already ready. You mean for, for where? Oh, for me to travel to Washington. Okay, got it. For the autumn okay. time to experience that, because mm -hmm. we don't have autumn here. Yeah. Um, and so she brought it up, and I was like, oh, no, no, I, I work and stuff. I can't do that. I looked at my actual schedule and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty easy to move around. Yeah. And sometimes it's not. Like I have clients who can yeah. only come on certain days or yeah. they're out of town. So how it, the, the ease that I'm speaking of, yeah. it was like I called people, oh, actually that worked better for them to oh, move okay. it to the other day. Yeah. You know, and so my, I freed up the space. 
We used miles to get there. Yeah. And I was able to get first class even. Oh, wow. So it was just, and then the, the whole trip itself is very flowing. Oh, so yeah. the point is there was no effort involved. Right. And it actually required anything. that your aunt not want to be there. Right. I mean, which you didn't obviously ask for. No. It just sort of happened. No. It, it's like a win-win. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So ease, flow, win-wins. Yeah. And no effort. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And it just sort of like happens magically. Yeah, yeah, magic. Totally. So that's what I mean by um, creation manifestation 2.0. It's like a thought or a little, like, as you say, it's like a flickering thought. It's not like you like sat there for days on end no. thinking like, I really need Meditating. to yeah, and get me to this place because right. I really want to experience that. It was more like, that. would be nice. So the only way, yeah. are you saying the only way really is to release distortion? So to be able to get into uh, creation manifestation 2.0, it does require a certain level of frequency resonance because it means that you're accessing the higher level order of the new consciousness, the new time, which allows you to have things come into form faster. Mm-hmm. To get there, you have to release distortion. You yeah. have to be of a certain yeah. frequency. That resonance. sounds like science. Like literally, if you're holding on to stuff, it will weigh you down. down. You cannot yeah. go up when yeah. you're heavy. heavy. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And the lighter you are, the faster things become. Okay. And so, um, so it's still it's a um, so for 1.0 you have to release the distortion patterns for creation and manifestation to not be hijacked by your distortion patterns. Make sense? Yeah. As you clear your distortion patterns. It's kind of fascinating. It's all interwoven. The more you clear your distortion patterns, you know, because you'd like to create manifest better or you'd like to experience something different, whatever, your frequency resonance will naturally rise. Mm. If you continue, you'll rise high enough that you come into creation manifestation 2.0 because not only are you releasing your own distortion patterns, but we are in this amazing moment in time where we're starting to, if you choose to, no one's being forced, right? This is free. You can still stay wherever the heck you want, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But if you choose to, you can move up into these higher resonating frequencies of the new consciousness. You just get to. Mm-hmm. And as you do that, things like creation and manifestation clear up. So it sounds like, well, what's my prescription then? Mm-hmm. I'm like, continue to focus on your brilliance. Continue to focus on raising your frequency resonance by releasing distortion patterns. Yeah. It sounds pretty simple. It is pretty simple. Yeah. Be aware of your connection to pure source. Really, like honestly, truly, it is that is the thing. Exactly. Be aware of your connection yeah. to pure source. It's like that's it. <laughs> it's very simple. Yes. <laughs> you know? And the more you do that in the beginning to live that embody it, experience it, which is, you know, the living of the brilliance, then all of this sort of starts to happen. Mm. All this other shift starts to happen. That's what you and I've talked about. Like, what is the new consciousness? What is the experience of that? It's this. Yeah. This is we're starting to experience it. Exactly. And there are people who will not. So just so you know, people, it's okay. Like some people are going to choose because they want to stay in their sort of like in the world that they know in their lower level resonance, et cetera. That's okay. That's their choice. However, this is becoming very, very, very accessible to us if you choose it. Now, do you have to do some work to get there? For most of us, yes. I think there are some people who are of a higher resonating level when they just come in. It's easier for them. They have mm-hmm. less to clear. Okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But anybody who's embodied is going to have some distortion pattern because right. you're embodied. <laughs> yeah. Almost like even that they're not worthy to go up yeah. into that. That that could be a problem. problem. Or, or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. challenges with embodiment itself or yeah. whatever. It doesn't, whatever it is. So by clearing all this, we get to start to experience that lens. You know how we've talked about there's two lenses, right? There's the lens of the new consciousness and there's the lens of the old consciousness. We're looking at the same reality, but the lens is different. Mm -hmm. As you start to look, gaze through this lens more, guess what happens? Your reality starts to shift around this lens because you're like, this is the lens. Like, right? Mm. This is the lens. It's clearer, brighter, faster, right? And so it, it starts to clarify your experience, which then makes the lens clearer, which then makes your experience more clarified, which makes the lens clearer. Do you see? It's always yes. self-reinforcing yes. in a very positive, amazing way. Do you think it's possible and hopeful to say that eventually we only see from that lens? Yes. Or are we kind of... I feel like in this going po- point in time, we're going to go in between because okay. I think we're not conditioned yet to... It's new still. It's still new. Yeah. And this rise in consciousness is new. Will we get there? My feeling is there is a strong possibility that we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Because here's the thing. We have free will. This is a critical point in time. The experience of what many people experience does not have to be what you experience. It really does not. I understand that there's there can be a lot of like potential guilt or feeling bad or whatever. That's free will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So we all choose what we choose. So you can choose something different. You can choose that other lens. You can. 
And um, as you say, it's just like, well, I'm just gonna choose to have that on as much as possible. And eventually you're gonna forget that it's even there because it's just what you look through all the time. Mm. So I feel to answer your question, yes, it's very possible. Yeah. In our lifetime, it's not a certainty because nothing ever is a certainty. However, it's, um, I'm very excited. You know. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what more could you want? Yeah, you know, exactly. And then just to bring the point back to like, I always like to bring it back to like everyone, sure. right? So like, what's best for you is best for everyone. So yeah. like you creating manifesting even again, not willingly with the mm -hmm. 2.0 version. Mm -hmm. it, I, I've seen it even affect everyone else like that win win that I talked about. Oh, totally. About. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not only will I be teaching this intensive, but as you said, once we start to master this and get used to it and embody more and more, this lighter, more playful, easier form of creation manifestation, that seeds it in the field more as a possibility for other people to entrain to so they can access it more. Because the creation manifestation is really just a small part of the new consciousness, right? It's a fragment. It's an awesome, amazing fragment, yeah. obviously, but it's just part of the experience. Mm -hmm. So um, it's an exciting time and um, one which, I mean, I know it's crunchy, but we're moving into it, you know, if you choose to. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay. Here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for Creation Manifestation 2.0. Okay. So um, most people aren't in a position to be able to create manifest at the 2.0 level because their frequency resonance isn't high enough. Okay, so really to be able to create manifest in the way that I describe in the interview, you have to release enough of your distortion patterns in order for that to start to happen. And also to um, be able to access um, the present moment and your own brilliance in a way that allows you to be able to uh, create manifest at that level. So the focus for this particular GFC is to help with creation manifestation 1.0, okay? So, um, which requires a little bit more focused attention. So here we go. Um, bringing your attention to the body. And as you bring your attention to your body, becoming aware of the weightedness of your body. How your body sinks into whatever is supporting you okay, and the different points of contact of the body to whatever it is that is supporting you. Yeah. Good. 
So now bringing your attention, please, to the backs of your legs. Okay, so from the um, back of your heel, all the way up your leg, right up to your waist. Okay, so includes your butt, okay, the top part of your pelvis. So basically the back part of your lower body. Okay, so from waist all the way down to your heels. Just noticing this part of the body, what it's touching, whether this part of the body feels warm or cool. Good. And then please notice the soles of your feet. Now there's a lot to the soles of our feet to notice, such as the length of each of your toes, the space between them, the denseness of the heel, the way the skin wraps around the curve of your foot, especially at the arch, just noticing all the nuances of the soles of your feet. Good. Now please become aware of your breath. Just noticing it at first. Without a need to change it. And then after a couple of breaths, deepening your breath, allowing it to become really full, allowing it to elongate. Good. And if you can, please imagine your breath expanding and contracting in all directions around you. Okay, so a lot of people will, if they even imagine or are aware of their breath in this way, think of their breath only in front of them or possibly behind them. But in this case, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of your breath expanding in all directions. like a balloon. Good. And then as you inhale, contracting like a balloon towards its center. Good. Excellent. Now please become aware of your surroundings, both on your end and on my end. So meaning, especially if you're new, please become aware of the soundscape around you. Not only the noises that are far away from you, but the noises that are close to you that are repetitive, that we often tune out because we think they're white noise. Now, if you're more experienced and you can soften your focus such that you can become aware of all of these layers of sensory information all around you, then please go ahead and do that.
And if you can also notice the direction from which the sound is coming. So for example, say you hear the hum of the fridge and it's to your front left and it's somewhat close. And then you can hear traffic, but it's much further away, somewhere to the right, things like that. Okay, so just noticing the relative direction and relative distance from which the sound that you're noticing is coming from. Good. And now, please blink your eyes open and notice the quality of the light. You're not looking at anything particular, just noticing the quality of the light, which changes from moment to moment, day by day, season by season. So just noticing what it is right now. And when you've completed noticing the quality of the light, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, triangulation is when you become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And then noticing the distance between each inanimate object and you, and then feeling that distance. So for example, if the armchair is about six feet away, you would notice the distance between the armchair and you of six feet, okay? And then feel the distance between the armchair and you. And then you would do the same thing for objects B and C. And as you do this, your sense of where you are in space will start to clarify, become more in focus, and more present for you. Whenever you have finished triangulating, blinking your eyes closed, and becoming aware of your solar plexus. Your solar plexus is between your belly button and your ribs. Okay, so the upper part of your, your belly, okay? So between your belly button and your ribs. Good. So let's take a nice deep breath together, inhaling, holding your breath for a count of five. And whenever you've completed that five count, releasing your breath at the speed and the intensity that you prefer, holding your breath out for a count of six. Whenever you've completed that one long breath, breathing normally. And what we're doing at this moment is we are waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. So for those of you who are new, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level, that I sometimes work in silence. So it really depends on how high the mastermind is, meaning in resonance, how high in resonance the mastermind is, and how high the frequencies are that we're working with. So if I'm working with very, very high frequencies, I tend to not make any noise, because if I do, that only reduces the frequency resonance, which doesn't benefit you. So if you don't hear me, it's not that I've gone somewhere. It's just that I'm, I'm working in silence. I also do make sound. So you might hear me yawn or hum or exhale sharply. And that's just how I release some of the stickier, heavier distortions. And 
if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you are running. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely a distortion pattern that you are running. So I invite you to remain open, curious, and to examine further. So now that the mastermind has just become coherent, keeping your attention in that solar plexus between the belly button and the ribs, please ask yourself the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again, for those of you who are new, is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please become aware of the center of your body. And as you imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the center of your body. Please imagine a brilliance that is at its very, very core, that comes from deep within, that starts to become even brighter because you have your attention on it. And as this brilliance brightens and intensifies, it starts to expand outwards in all directions through all of your cells, through your organs, through your bones, out through your muscles, your flesh, and out through the pores of your skin. into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. Mm -hmm. And now please become aware of this space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on frequency level to pull your frequency resonance higher. How high your frequency resonance is determines everything from what your reality looks like, how you feel about it, how fast you can create manifest, how much distortion you have, and how much momentum you have on spirit level. So this is one of the most important things that we do together. Good. Bring your attachment, excuse me, bring your attention, please, to the pineal gland in the center of your brain. Okay, so it's a little sphere right in the center of your brain. And what we're releasing is attachment. <laughs> and 
this is the first level of, uh, or layer, I should say, of distortion with regards to attaching to what it is that you want to create, manifest. Okay. So for some of you, this is very deep. This is why uh, a lot of times in different creation manifestation modalities, they'll try to suggest that you forget about what you're trying to create manifest because what they're trying to address is attachment. The more attached you are to something, the less likely it will come into form because it creates polarity between you and the thing you're trying to create. It only underscores your scarcity, your lack of it. Okay, so ironically, it keeps you from creating what it is that you most want. So getting to this first layer right here, keeping your attention right in that pineal gland, right in the center of the brain. And also now bringing your attention to the center of the heart space, in the center of your chest, in your nipple line. Okay, so you started with the pineal gland in the center of the brain. Now you're going to include the center of the heart space, please, so that you are maintaining your attention on these two points. If it's helpful to put your hand over the heart space, in the center of the chest and the nipple line, then please go ahead and do that if it helps you to maintain focus. Bringing your attention now, please, to your brain stem, which is the lower back half of your brain. Okay, so just imagine if you were to um, slice your brain into four, this would be the lower back half, or lower back, uh, no, half of the brain. So this has to do, uh, this is a distortion pattern of fear, okay? The fear that you'll never be able to have what it is that you want to create manifest because it means something. If you can't get it, it means something. If you can get it or have it, it means something too. So all of this has to do, the fear has to do with what having what it is that you want to create manifest means. So this is a thought form. Okay. So just releasing this. And if you can imagine that same brilliance that we imagined at the beginning of this GFC, starting to expand from deep within you. And expanding all the way out through this lower back half of the brain. Good. Very nice. Yeah. Bring your attention now, please, from underneath your chin all the way down to your heart space. Okay, in the front plane of the body. Mm hmm. Yeah. So this is a control pattern and it has to do with not being able to um, allow uh, 
pure source, source, the all that is, the divine, whatever you want to call that very highly vibrating consciousness from which everything comes and to which everything returns to um, work its magic. Okay. So it's like you have to um, use a lot of will in order to have what it is you want. So there's very, very little surrender here and a lot of control. Okay. So just releasing this pattern, which again is, um, depending on who you are, can be very deep in layers. Excellent. Bringing your attention now, please, to the very bottom of your sternum. So your sternum is that big, thick bone in the very center of your chest, where your ribs meet in front of your body. So right at the base of that, okay, which is your xiphoid process. So from that base of that sternum down by about three inches or seven centimeters towards the belly button in a straight line, yeah? Just clearing out your pain body because your pain body remembers you or has a memory of you before you've done the frequency work, which makes it harder to integrate, okay? So resetting your pain body only takes a couple of seconds, but it makes your integration a lot smoother. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you'd like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.